Hello there, and welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa, a passion for sport production where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Ida Waringa and by Ephraim Tagu on the show this week. And this week we check on the 2023 CAF Women's Champions League with qualifying for the finals complete, and we contrast the level of prize money for the women's competition with the men's CAF Champions League. Also, we hear from Nigeria and Nottingham Forest forward Taiwo Awani on his great season so far and on the big African contingent at Forest. The connection of the black Africa, like like we call it, and the way how good we are together as, as well, because sometimes we just win a game and we keep on singing, this time from Africa, it's time from Africa, the Shakira song. That's coming later, plus lots on the English Premier League and the UEFA Champions League, as goalkeeper Andre Onana comes under fire at Manchester United. And we're talking about the men's and the women's CAF Champions League on the show this week. Uh, starting with the men's Champions League, uh, second round first leg games were on last weekend. The winners of these ties qualify for the group stage. Actually, this Sunday, the defending champions Al Ahly of Egypt will play away to St. George of Ethiopia. Uh, that's on this weekend because they played in the CAF Super Cup last weekend, uh, where they somewhat surprisingly lost to USM Alger in the Super Cup. In the Champions League uh, last weekend, Yanga of Tanzania had a great 2-0 win away to Al Marek of Sudan. The other Tanzanian side, Simba, also had a good result. They drew 2-2 away to Power Dynamos of Zambia. Etoile du Sahel of Tunisia beat Morocco's AS Farabat 1-0 in a big North African clash. Uh, TP Mazembe of DR Congo won 1-0 away to Big Bullets of Malawi. Uh, so the five-time champions are having the advantage there going into the second leg. Uh, Mediama of Ghana beat the more experienced Horoya of Guinea 3-1 in their first leg and Anuadibu of Mauritania won 3-0 away to Real Bamako of Mali. Good times for Mauritania who qualified for the Africa Cup of Nations a couple of weeks ago. And the second legs are on next weekend as I say. And a qualifying for the 2023 CAF Women's Champions League finals is complete. The reigning champions, AS Far from Morocco, and 2021 winners, South Africa's Mamelodi Sundowns, made it to the tournament to be played in Ivory Coast between the 5th and 19th of November. It's the third edition of the competition. The last team to qualify were Huracanes from Equatorial Guinea. Atletico Abidjan will be representing the host nation. Mali's AS Mande made it, as did Sporting Club Casablanca of Morocco, Ampem Darkoa of Ghana, and JKT Queens of Tanzania. Uh, the winners will get $400,000, and it uh, should be a good tournament, Ida. It should be, Steve. I mean, five teams will be making their debut. And a great thing about the tournament is that with it still in its formative years, then we're seeing so much different talent year in, year out. It's not like the men's edition, for example, that's been around for so long that it's given certain teams time to be dominant, you know, time to solidify themselves and almost have the crowd know what to expect. But the flip side of this is the fact that it's so because women's football has been marginalized for so long. But among the teams you mentioned there, well, Huracanes, Atletico Abidjan, Ampem Darkoa, 
JKT Queens and Sporting Club Casablanca, they are the newbies in the competition. As for Morocco's ASPAR and Mamelodi Sundowns, well, they have lifted the title, while Mali's AS Monday also have previous experience, though they've never won it. Now, Steve, prize money has been a thorny issue with the Women's Champions League. First off, remember the inaugural edition actually didn't have any prize money, which was absolutely unbelievable. Now, since the second edition and now going into the third, prize money for the winners is $400,000, as you said. Now, it looks horrible when compared to men's football in the continent. For example, just this year, CAF increased the men's CAF Champions League winner's prize money from $2.5 million to $4 million. Steve, that's 10 times what the ladies get. And it looks just as bad when compared to the men's Super Cup. The winner's prize money was previously $200,000. Remember, it's a one-off game, curtain raiser for the season. But that more than doubled at the last Super Cup last week when USM Alger beat Al Ali. Now, the Algerians took home a cool 500000 US dollars. Steve, that's a staggering 130% increase. And it's very telling that in the same year that men's football prize money can be increased by such huge margins, that women's football gets nothing. Now, look, the powers that be, they can argue many things. They can argue viewership, they can argue demand, so many things. But the reason that men's football is able to have those advantages is because it stands on the shoulders of women's football's marginalization. But prize money aside, Steve, the tournament will also present a chance for Ivory Coast to show its hosting competence ahead of the African in January. Now, of course, an eight-team club competition is a far, far cry from the 24 national teams that will descend on the country early next year. But the Women's Champions League, well, it can give a sufficient gauge. The last time that the Ivory Coast hosted an Afghan was in 1984. Steve, that's almost four decades ago. And the variables were totally different. To start with, it was an eight-team competition. So all in all, it's been a pretty good year for African women's football. It was by far the continent's best performance at a Women's World Cup. And hopefully, with the Women's Champions League in November, it gives a chance to cap off that great year in style. Yes, indeed. And the uh, dates again for the Women's Champions League in Ivory Coast between the 5th and the 19th of November. Now, a few weeks ago here on Planet Sport Football Africa, brought to you by Passion for Sport, we heard from Nigeria and Nottingham Forest forward Taiwo Awani, a player in fantastic form right now, having gone on a run of scoring in seven games in a row from the end of last season into this season and continuing that run with two assists in the next two games. And Awani was an English Premier League Player of the Month nominee for August. 
Now, in that archive interview from last year, we heard how excited Awani was to have finally got his chance to play in the Premier League, and also about his faith as a follower of Jesus. Well, Oluwashin Okaleji caught up with Awani again recently, and they talked about life at Nottingham Forest、uh, being the main man after several loans to other clubs and an injury that affected his progress last season, and also about getting recognised、uh, to Nottingham Forest、uh, and his life as a family man. Well,、uh, for me, I think、uh, things have really changed because、uh, I think、I've, I'm more like of a player that recognises that the norm of the the league, and of course,、uh, to be honest, I was that positive because of the kind of hard work I've put into place. Because in football, what what people don't see is there are some sessions you do in the gym after the training. There are some machine that shows your strength, your speed limit, and everything, and The way of improving those things kind of give me some confidence, and of course, I'm this guy that is always positive, positive, and believe in my God,、uh, everything will be good, no matter how long it takes. Nomination for Player of the Month and all of those things, you are beginning to get, you know, the recognition that your goals and performance deserve. How does that make you feel? Well, I feel I feel great about it because, to be honest, I've always believed in that. I've always believed、uh, the Premier League will change a lot of things for me, and that was why I've really been keen on it as will be my best move in my football career. And that was why I was really hoping and fighting to get to that stage in my football career. And now that I've been nominated, I think it's just a sense of joy, and it's a way to tell me I can do more for myself and I can be better in what I'm doing. When I look on the You know, players roster for your Premier League side, Nottingham Forest. You have like an African Union. There's the Afro Beat section with you, Ola, you know, and everybody and all that. How does that make you feel playing amongst Africans? That you know, but all of you just can get the dressing room dancing to one song. Yeah, I think uh, even uh, with the with the other last、uh, the Alanga and Co, they also like the Afro Beat, and I think it's just a a mixture of.、Uh, The connection of the Black Africa, like like we call it, and the way how good we are together as, as well. Because sometimes we just win a game and we keep on singing. This time from Africa, it's time from Africa. The Shakira song,、mm-hmm. so it kind of brings more more joy because we kind of、uh, embrace each other and embrace our culture. The fear among the forest fans will be the fact that in January all of you will be going for the African Cup of Nations.、Mm-hmm. Have you thought about that, or are you worried that before you come back things might be rough? Well,、uh, I think、uh, if you look at the squad, I think、uh, they've really put things in place、uh, with the signing they, they've made. I think、uh, it's just a squad like it's more competitive, and I believe if someone is not there, another one will be there to replace to replace him. That's why I say it, and as well, kind of keep everyone on his toes to be at his best. You've welcomed the second child. The family is growing. Your football is growing. <laughs> Everything is. I see how you laugh and smile. God's been good to you because I mean you've always said you're a believer and Christ has always been kind to you. Yeah, for me, God is the greatest because He makes all things possible, like I always said. And to be honest, you've known me since I was a kid, and I think、uh, we'll have this kind of conversation times, times and times again. It's just a way to to see life in another perspective when it comes to life as a whole. I've always believed. If you put everything in his hand, he will put yourself in his hand as well, and he make all things possible. 
That's Nigeria and Nottingham Forest forward Taiwo Awani speaking to Planet Sport Football Africa's Oluwashina Okaleji on his football and on his Christian faith. And uh, let's hope he continues with this great form at uh, Nottingham Forest. Uh, well, Ida, Forest have this strong African contingent with eight players, uh, but uh, as was highlighted there, it could be a problem when the Africa Cup of Nations comes along in January and February next year. Uh, we're likely to be talking about this topic uh, for the next few months, I think, uh, Ida. Indeed, Steve, as is always the case when the Afghan comes rolling round, then this definitely becomes the hot topic. And the 2023 Afghan, well, it was initially set to be played in June and July next year, but it was pushed back due to weather concerns, as that is the rainy season in Ivory Coast. But Steve, that June-July time frame, it would be perfect for the European clubs as that would be during the summertime when their football is on break. However, this has been a long-standing debate that African football should not be pandering to the whims of European football. And it's a stand that I personally fully support. But European clubs really do view this period as one of the major pitfalls of signing the best African players. And you soon start seeing the stories. You start seeing the headlines, you know, of the big time players who will go missing during the Nations Cup and what that means for these individual clubs. For Nottingham Forest, as many as eight players could potentially be involved. The Senegalese duo of Moussa Nyakate and Sheiku Kuyate, the trio of Willy Bolly, Serge Aurier and Ibrahim Sangare, all from Ivory Coast, and Nigeria's Ola Aina, Taiwo Awoyi and Emmanuel Dennis. Now, in the Premier League alone, Steve, at least 40 players might be missing for club in January when action kicks off in Ivory Coast. But clubs like Manchester City and Newcastle, well, they might think themselves lucky on this occasion as they are the only English Premier League clubs without an African player in that top tier. And Steve, the EPL is not the only league that will be hit hard. Several will. But let me focus on the Italian Serie A, specifically Napoli, who will be without Super Eagles' Victor Osimhen. Now, he was crucial in their last campaign. And Napoli coach Rudy Garcia, well, he will also have to do without midfielder Zambo Frank Angisa, who is said to be called up by Cameroon. Yes, expect uh, lots of debate and comments about uh, the Africa Cup of Nations being held uh, midway through the European season uh, in the weeks to come. Thanks, Ida. This is Planet Sport Football Africa, brought to you by Passion for Sport. And uh, still to come, we ask uh, who's looking better in Spain out of Real Madrid and Barcelona. You can follow us on Twitter at Planet Sport FA and you can download our app and listen to the show anytime and access past programs too in our archive. To download the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. 
Let's go to social media now. Last week we asked, should the African Super Cup be played in Saudi Arabia? Indeed,、uh, the match、uh, was played in Saudi Arabia a week ago,、uh, with the Champions League winners Al Ahly of Egypt beaten by the Confederation Cup winners USM Algier of Algeria.、Uh, Saudi Arabia is growing in sporting influence and is also the host of the Italian Super Cup, along with some other sports events. But we asked, do you think that the African Super Cup should be played? On another continent, we did have some difference of opinion on this one.、Uh, we start in the Gambia with Sukuta, who says it's good in every aspect of our football because it exposes our players.、Uh, the Saudi Pro League is lucrative, and it's not far from both North African teams that played. Uh, also, Medali Ait Barker in Morocco says, "I'm in support." But on the other hand, Amezi Egbeji Jonathan in Ghana says, "No, the competition should be held in Africa, not on another continent.、Uh, let Africa be self-reliant," says Amezi Egbeji.、Uh, Morris A. Sharif in Sierra Leone says, "It's not acceptable.、Uh, Africans really need to stand up for certain rights." Then Atinkola Ola Lekan in Nigeria says, "It's partly the." Influence of money on CAF, but another angle is that it will make other continents to get some interest in African football. Hegmetur Okasan, also in Nigeria, says it's nonsense to play a continental championship final game outside the continent. That is an example of irresponsibility.、Uh, Hilary Ngwa is in Cameroon. Hilary says it's totally out of place. CAF is for Africa. CAF competitions and games should be played in Africa. And、uh, finally, Sedeko Suno in the Gambia says, "I'm not in support of the African Super Cup being played in Saudi Arabia. It means that fans of those two teams miss out. We have good stadiums in Africa that can host this、uh, great game." Well, thanks very much for all of those comments, and always great to hear from you. And this week on social media, asking should Andre Onana keep his place at Manchester United?、Uh, certainly, it's been a bad start to the season for United, and a bad start too for goalkeeper Andre Onana.、Uh, the Cameroonians' error gave Bayern Munich the opening goal in United's Champions League defeat on Wednesday. He's conceded 14 goals in six games so far.、Uh, having said that, United have been struggling in all. Department. So, do you think that Onana should keep his place? You can go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, and post a comment there, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Should Onana keep his place at Manchester United? Now Stuart's away this week, and、uh, to take a look at、uh, European football and what's happening there, I'm joined by my colleague here in Zimbabwe, Ephraim Tagu. Welcome back to the show, Ephraim.、Uh, thank you,、uh, Steve. And、uh, let's start with that question: Andre Onana, not a good start for him at Man United. Yes,、uh, Steve. He really is、uh, struggling, and it doesn't help that Manchester United are losing、uh, these games. They haven't started the season well, and when the keeper is making blunders, as you say, during、uh, the Bayern Munich game, Manchester United looked like they were dominating the game.、Uh, they really were playing well away from home, and they concede due to Onana's error against the run of play. And when you look at how Onana has started his season, he kept a clean sheet against Wolves in the very first game.
But when you look at that um, that game, uh, he was lucky to get that clean sheet because when you look at some replays, there was an uproar about how VAR did give a penalty that he himself or Nana had committed a foul on a, on a defender in the box. So that's his good game, which has got a lot of question marks in it. But I think it's too early. Uh, he's, he's, he's trying to, to get used to the defenders around him. He's trying to get used to a new country. He's trying to get used to a new style of play. Let's give him time. I don't think it's time for him to lose his place. Of course, David De Gea, who he's replaced, uh, made plenty of blunders uh, in his time at Man United. <laughs> yes, uh, David De Gea made plenty of blunders, and goalkeepers make blunders. Uh, but David De Gea also had some brilliant saves, and we haven't seen some shot-stopping from Onana so far. I'm sure he, he will uh, begin to, to pick up in terms of confidence. And I like the way he came out after the game, insisting on talking to the media, insisting on just addressing the reporters and just... Uh, apologizing for the error that he had made, taking responsibility, assuring the fans that, you know what, I'm going to bounce back from this. Yeah, that was really big of uh, Onana to uh, apologize for his error. So match day one in the UEFA Champions League, uh, Bayern Munich uh, beating Man United 4-3 uh, and uh, some uh, really interesting games uh, elsewhere for him. Yeah, it doesn't help our, our Onana's case when we start talking about some of the standout performances. Uh, you've got uh, Lazio's goalkeeper, Ivan Provedel, who scored a header. So you've got a goalkeeper who's a hero in the same week where you've got Onana making a blunder. I, I, I thought that was that was just something sensational in the last seconds of the game. I'd call it the last kick of the game, but it wasn't a kick. It was a header. Yeah, real drama uh, there. And Ashraf Hakimi also doing well, the Moroccan. Yeah, the Moroccan, absolutely sensational in um, PSG's uh, victory over Borussia Dortmund, just dribbling past a couple of players and just uh, placing it into the bottom corner with his with the outside of his foot. And you can see just the skill and composure that he has in the opposition's final third. Just just that modern-day fullback who's composed in front of goal, who's, who's quick, who can overlap, and uh, he, he was a joy to watch. One of the best fullbacks in the world at the minute. So what about Arsenal then? Uh, back in the UEFA Champions League and... Uh, must be said, a pretty slow start in the Premier League, but a 4-0 victory over PSV Eindhoven of the Netherlands. Yeah, it hasn't been the best of starts uh, for Arsenal. Uh, I thought Mikel Arteta at the beginning of the season tried a lot of uh, things, you know, playing uh, Thomas Partey at, at right back, uh, trying to uh, just change some strategies, bringing in Kai Havertz into midfield. Uh, some of these tactics didn't work, but fortunately for him, Arsenal were not losing uh, games. Uh, got away with one against Fulham when they drew, but Arsenal were not losing games. But when he has reverted back uh, to the system, uh, that brought him so much joy and so much success last season. It does look like uh, Arsenal are now ticking again. Gabriel Jesus coming back into the team, that, that's also something that has provided more creativity up front and winning 4-0 against PSV Eindhoven. Uh, Bukayo Saka made his Champions League debut. Would you believe Arsenal hadn't been in the Champions League in, over, in, in about six years, made his uh, Champions League debut, scored the opening goal, and from then on it was joy for Mikel Arteta and his boys. And uh, very early days, but uh, you think they can challenge in the Champions League? I think they can. I think they can challenge. Uh, they're, they're challenging the uh, champions of Europe at the minute. Uh, that's Manchester City. Uh, so they're challenging the best team in Europe in the English Premier League. So I think, and, and they're not far behind Manchester City. And big game for Arsenal in the English Premier League this Sunday, the North London derby uh, up against Tottenham, who've been uh, really uh, impressive in these uh, early rounds of the Premier League this season. 
Yeah, Tottenham has have been a, a joy to watch. There's so 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 much to to look forward to in the in the North London derby. A lot of question marks over whether or not Tottenham were were able to kick on without uh, Harry Kane, but they've shown that they are able to kick on uh, without Harry Kane. Uh, they they've got a new style of of play. They've got people who are contributing in terms of scoring goals. Hang Min Son is not just the only outlet for goals that they have. They've got uh, multiple sources to score goals. Richarlison scored at the weekend as well so he's coming back into form Kulovseski as well he's coming back into form so you've got an informed Arsenal and an informed Tottenham so this is going to be a cracker the the one that I'll possibly say with a small percentage are favourites I'd say Arsenal go in there as favourites just because they're playing at home. And you always expect uh, goals in this fixture. Now, uh, last weekend, uh, the new Tottenham coach, Ange Postacoglu, the Australian, made some very interesting uh, comments uh, to the media about mental health of footballers. Um, We can think that uh, they've got everything sorted with their uh, big salaries, fame and fortune, but uh, Postacoglu said, no, that is not the case. Everybody, everyone in this room at this moment, you could be... One part of your life could be flying, and but there'll be something. It could be a family member, it could be a health issue, it could be a financial issue. There's always something, and, and footballers are not immune from that. And sometimes I think they fall into the trap of thinking they are, and they're not, because just because you have you know, money or, or, or you're really good at something, life will still find a way to keep a balance in that there'll be stuff in there that that's going to be stressful, it's going to be upsetting, and, and you've got to just deal with that, you know. But do you think enough people in the game understand that as well as you seem to do? I don't think anyone doesn't understand. I think, like I said, I just think we choose to ignore it. We just mm. at times think, well, he's a footballer, he's got money, what's he got to complain about? You know, well, of course he does. But then the footballer has to also understand that, you know, his life is not, you know, perfection doesn't exist in life. There are, you know, plenty of people, you know, who, who have what we would assume to have all the advantages in life who are fairly unhappy. Mm. You know, so that's not, that doesn't exist so it's just a matter of I think for the most part people are you know understand that that's the case and are pathetic sometimes we just choose to ignore it because it, it makes a better not a better story but it just makes a more impactful kind of scenario that you know wow you know fantastic footballer has problems mm. they all do mate you know they all do Yes, yeah, so that's the Tottenham coach, uh, Ange Postacoglu, talking to the media last weekend. And, uh, yeah, so he says uh, nobody's got everything sorted in life. There's no such thing as perfection, even if you are a rich and famous uh, footballer. And uh, Richarlison uh, of Spurs, uh, one player with uh, uh, recent uh, mental health issues that have been uh, documented for him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, um, that when, when, when you think about it and you maybe separate sport from the individual and just look at the individual as a as a human being as a person maybe that's how you you can get to appreciate the idea uh, that these are human beings with emotions with feelings and they can suffer from mental health there's a phrase in sports called um mental toughness so that heaps a lot of pressure on these players. Now they have to show that they've got this mental toughness, they've got the mental fortitude to get through all the hard times. And unfortunately, sometimes that doesn't translate into what is going on off the pitch. Off the pitch, there's so many struggles that, that the player can, can go through. This can affect form. This can affect a lot of things in life. And I'm happy that you've got uh, Ainge Postacoglu coming through and, and just 
talking about it the way he's talking about it, highlighting it. And Rich Allison saying he needs a psychologist. He needs to start to see someone at the weekend. He scored a goal. So maybe the psychologist is actually working. And, and if we have that tough guy attitude with these sports people around uh, the world of football, maybe if they can hear it from Ange Postacoglu, maybe if they can hear it from Rich Allison, they can come out of the shell and they can start opening up about mental health issues. Because in general, you've got the, the, the fans and the public, they just view these people as entertainers. That's all. So no such thing as perfection in the world of football, in the world of social media. Uh, let's take a quick look at what's happening in Spain, uh, Ephraim. Real Madrid uh, have got 15 points. Jude Bellingham certainly impressing uh, in the uh, start to the season for them. Uh, Barcelona, the champions, are two points behind on 13. Uh, who's impressing you most of uh, the two big Spanish sides? Uh, I'm impressed with uh, Barcelona more even though you've got uh, Real Madrid having more points. I think because right now Real Madrid look like a one-man team, they look like a team that relies heavily on Jude Bellingham scoring some late goals and rescuing the game and winning three points for them, which happened during the UEFA Champions League against uh, very poor Union Berlin team. And that, for me, is a massive concern. Where are the goals going to come from? You cannot expect Jude Bellingham to get you 40 goals. The goals have to come from somewhere. The guys, the likes of um, Rodrigo, Hosselu, uh, I know that Vinicius Jr. is injured. These guys have to contribute in terms of score, scoring goals. But when I look at Barcelona now, they're, they're looking fresh. They're looking so exciting. Uh, they've got uh, the two Portuguese in João Felix and João Cancelo who have failed in England, so to speak, but they want to prove that they're elite players and they're doing so they're scoring goals. It's an environment when you're looking at it, you think, wow, that's the team that is sparkling at the minute in the Spanish La Liga. So I'd say, unfortunately for Carlo Ancelotti and, um, and Real Madrid at the moment, I'd say they've got a long way to go to catch up with what uh, Barcelona are doing right now. Interesting. Thanks very much, Ephraim. Barcelona playing Celta Vigo on Saturday and uh, there's the Madrid derby on Sunday. Atletico Madrid against uh, Real Madrid uh, in Spain. Well, thanks very much uh, to uh, Ephraim Tagu, my colleague uh, here in Zimbabwe, also to Ida Waringa. Uh, that's it for the show for this week and uh, Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.